know what's really funny though? It's when I see like the grandparents and the really old aunts and uncles, everybody like this, we're talking, you know, people in their 60s, 70s, 80s that are out there dancing to like Lil John get low. And Lil John's talking about like <laughs> they're getting close. sweat, they're getting sweat, close, right? all about the sweat <laughs> rolling down, you know what, from wall to wall. Um, and, and grandma's out there like yes. doing yes. her best grandma's twerk interpretation. Hey everybody, welcome to the Strata Wedding Films podcast. My name is Tyler with Strata Wedding Films, and I am here with Seth Miller of Mixmaster Entertainment Services, LLC out of Williamsport. How you doing, Seth? I'm doing pretty good, Tyler. How are you doing tonight? Oh, hanging in there. Hanging in there. Thanks for taking time out to to join me and talk about weddings and everything that we that we hey, do. It's, it's it's what we do. We have a lot of fun with this stuff. We do have a lot of fun. We do have a lot of fun. So tell me a little bit about first your 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 business and the kinds of things that you that you offer. Okay, so well, Mixmaster Entertainment Services, obviously entertainment for weddings. Um mostly you know just wedding mostly i do weddings so i mean we're, we're talking about weddings so that's what it mostly sure. is you yeah. know i'd say about right. I'd, I'd say a good 80 percent of my business is weddings I, it, the other 20 percent is probably like sweet 16s or school dances or uh even let me be like during the holidays like corporate events i also offer like photo booth uplighting monogram projection um but in short entertainment for weddings and i would have to say and people ask me all the time if they're like do you have any recommendations for djs i'm like yeah i have a couple but you know make sure you check out seth because seth has a dance floor packed all the time and it's actually funny because like you know going 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 back to when we first met which was at a wedding uh yeah like in 2000 it was like 2017 or 16 or 17 or something like that that. so right before you had your son right before you had your son your your wife was still pregnant with with bryson so for that wedding you were the first dj that ever called wanted to know what i needed all these other right. questions you had for me, and I was really, really shocked by it, but it was helpful. And for the longest time, you were the only DJ that had ever done that. And someone has finally lived up to the expectation and called me <laughs> for my wedding this past weekend. And I was like, I have really high expectations now because the only other guy that's ever called me has been probably a, a top three dj for everything that i've ever done over the last nine years i said so the expectations are high so hopefully you live up to it and he did a really good job so how long how long have you been a wedding dj in 2004 started with another dj i think by 2008 i started by myself as far as doing like uh like a birthday parties and stuff. And I think 2010 is when I did my first wedding. I actually had, had another DJ help me out, but I think like 2010 is when I really started um, doing these by myself. And so that would put me So at, you've been doing it for over, well over 10 years yeah, then. 10 so you're years. like going your 12th year this year. Yeah, pretty much. Very cool. So yeah, definitely, definitely whenever you're at a wedding and you're another vendor, you can really kind of tell if that DJ has 
experience or mm-hmm. if they're just good at playing music. Because you can play music all day long. Like that's right. but the that's thing easy. Is, I can play I, music all day is, long. I'm not a jukebox. Nope. Not a jukebox. If that's you, what I like if you about you. To, if you want music for, you know, the thing is it, it, people think of a DJ, somebody plays music. And yeah, that's that's technically that's right. You know, we play recorded music, but we help also coordinate the day. I mean, if you wanted a jukebox, just get yourself a, a phone or an iPad or whatever it is, hook up a Spotify playlist and play it through a speaker. But sure. Let me tell you something. You're not going to get the same. There's actually DJs that do that. I know there is. I know. <laughs> if you could see it's the look thing. on his face right now, I got to get I... video on this. This thing, this thing would be so much more entertaining if you could see his face to the reaction of DJs hooking up oh, to a Spotify yeah, I think I've, I've, I've seen these like TikTok videos or like <laughs> DJ react videos. Like I need to start doing that. So you're more, so you're more than a, than a jukebox. So explain, explain to, to the brides that are listening. It, what, what all do you do from preparation before the wedding to on the day of what are some things that you do that really sets you apart from a jukebox or just, you know, all these other DJs that are out there. Cause there's a, there's hundreds of you. Um, what, right. what do you do from prep to the day of? Well, when a client first books with me, um, I will, you know, obviously we do the signed contract, we do the deposit, but then I set up typically either an in-person right. meeting or like a zoom conference call where I can share my screen, but I go over their wedding, the wedding planning process. I show them how exactly they can go about planning their wedding right through my website. I create their own little portal, their own little page. It's password protected. They log in with their wedding date. They can go in there. They can add some music song, song selections that they definitely like, songs that they don't want. But really, I, I hammer everything to where it's fresh in my head, typically two weeks before the wedding. A week, a week or two before the wedding is when we go over everything. Um, typically before that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start as far as prep goes. I'm going to look at their online planner. I, I have a place to put you know, all the wedding vendors. That's how I knew to call you. I asked if they had a videographer and if what what the name was and what your number was of course so then i i called you and i said hey listen we're working so and so's wedding together and um you know i'm their wedding dj i see that you're doing video what can i do to help you to make sure that this wedding goes off smoothly that's the name of the game you know right and i mean and if i've done that many weddings and i've only ever had one dj well two now reach out to me that just goes to show like how much of a difference that actually makes and the amount of detail that you go into, because I mean, you run a pretty tight ship. I mean, I always enjoy working a wedding where you're oh, the I DJ because I know that everything's going to be on time and I know that everything's going to go smoothly and it's going to be, you know, a banger of a night. Like you're just going to keep people on their feet all night long. You know, you, you never have a down moment. And you're, you know, you're entertaining in and of yourself. I think that's a lot that, that people don't really understand when they book you until they actually get you is that you just don't really stand behind your booth and play well, music. You're, you're on yeah, the mic, like, you're interacting with guests, you're doing a lot right. of different stuff. So, I mean, that's, that goes, that goes really, really far, especially for video content when we're trying to get, you know, crowd interaction and, and show how fun the reception actually is. When you have a DJ that, that does that, not just does it, but does it well, 
along with everything else throughout the night, keep things on time. That way they're getting the most for their money as far as with you and with, you know, the photographers and videographers, you know, that just goes really, really far. <laughs> well, I tell my couples, I say, listen, every time I talk to my couples, I say, listen, your day, snap of a finger, blink of an eye, your day is going to be done and over with. Enjoy every freaking minute it that you can of it. You never, you can create that timeline, but that timeline is not going to be perfect. I'm telling you that right now. No, I always tell them, I always tell them build in an hour because you're going to eat it up in a heartbeat. Well, your ceremony, they'll say they'll start the ceremony at three o'clock. I'm sorry, but your ceremony is not starting at three o'clock. It might start at three o five, but it's not going to start at three o'clock. It actually might start early. It might start at two 58. Who knows? I, I have a couple, but usually, like you said, they're usually just a couple minutes past three and the bride's freaking out because she's running late and yeah. it's really not, just, it's not that big of a deal. Bride, just, like, yeah, because we can make it up. Yep, we, can, we, can, we can buy time. Absolutely. Absolutely. We can find time. Believe it or not, we can. So out of all the things you do for the wedding day and everything that you do, what would you say is your favorite part of the day? Um... When it's over, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is mine too. Aside from dinner, dinner's no, actually, my I favorite part. Of the day. Actually, you know what? I hate that. I hate when it's over because when I'm loading up the trailer, that's the part that I call the job of it. Setting that is up, true. setting up. I have fun. I'll go. I'll go like early. Like I'll go like five hours early to set up. And you I'm do like, go I'm early. All gun you do go early. Like, um, sometimes, sometimes even the day before. I'm, Sometimes I do set up the day before and I'm, uh, I'm excited, you know, it's like, I'm ready. I'm pumped. But when it comes to tearing everything Setting down, up for video is just miserable. I like tearing down. That means yeah, you like tearing means down. We're done. It was home, a but, but you know, successful when, night. Setting the, up is rough. Setting up. Yeah. But that's when the real job for you begins is going home and then getting in front of that computer, that is, getting on there. I, I honestly can kind of, it is a double-edged sword in video, listen, sir. It is a double-edged sword for me because you know what? I commend you that you can sit in front of that computer for hours on end. And it's very tedious work. I've, I've like, I fooled around with like video editors and I fooled around with like Lightroom and like stuff like that. And I got to say for your, for all the videographers and the, and the photographers out there, I commend you for your guys' work because I have ADHD or something like that. I can't sit in front of the computer for that long. So, I mean, like, though, like, like what's your, like, you like setting up, but like when it comes down to, you know, do you enjoy, you know, the ceremony for the couple or do you, you, yeah, are you like, more of like, you like to party and, and, and do the reception? Right. Uh, see my, uh, all right. If I had to be completely honest here, my most favorite part of a wedding is when I see the bride and groom having the time of their lives, just enjoying themselves. Aside from that, I do got to say, I like a packed dance floor, especially when we're rocking and rolling. Yes. Like I love like the sing-along songs, like let's say um, the Backstreet Boys, everybody, you know, like dropping out the lyrics and having people sing that particular song yeah. especially when you can get guests that are like rowdy and loud and like to dance and like to sing along that's the best oh yeah um, there's always one or two there's always there's one always, or two just those, those sing-along songs are always the best people get like, into it yeah get, i mean like, and, and you do a really good job uh, of getting people into it though too i try i mean it all i think it really depends on how much alcohol they have in their system too i would have to say this is a little bit of a spoiler alert but i would have to say that my favorite moment of a wedding working with you has to be Don't Stop Believing. Uh, and I'll leave okay. it at that. 
Yep, we'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it at that. Well, if you, know, you book, right. if you book Seth, you okay. will get to experience that, and it's incredible. Nobody else does anything like it. We won't give away any secrets. I mean, unless they have that song on their Do Not Playlist, which why would you want that song on your Do Not Playlist? I love that song. As far as at weddings, I love it. When I listen to it on the radio in my vehicle or am I like on the radio, I kind of cringe to the song. But when I'm at a wedding. Oh, it's a totally different vibe. I love it's a totally it's a totally different vibe. It's a totally different vibe. You got to understand it. And that's the thing. Like some people like add songs to their Do Not Playlist, which I get. Macarena, YMCA, Chicken Dance. Honestly, you know what? Can we talk about the Macarena real quick? Sure. Really quick. Uh, you, so that was a big, big hit in the '90s for weddings. Yeah, I don't know any of the words to it except for "Hey Macarena." All right. Well, I'll I tell you know a little what else bit about say. that song. So, believe it or not, We're getting educated people. I'm going to educate some people here. The Macarena, right, was a very, very popular song for weddings back in the 90s when everybody had their weddings at the fire halls, right? Then they Yo, would get not even circle. at weddings, though, but at like high at school dances. They played it at school dances. Oh, yeah, they played it up. at school dances, too. Yeah. But do you know that the song, The Macarena, is actually about cheating? I did not know that. I, I was getting that there was a bad vibe about it. But I did not know what it was about. It says, if you look up the lyrics, it says um, something about her boyfriend didn't want him, couldn't stand him. But um, something about the other guy, he but he was just there looking so fine. What was I going to do? You know? Oh, yeah. He, he, just look up the lyrics. It's actually it's it's it shouldn't be played at weddings anyway. But it was played at weddings all throughout the nineties. There's, there's a couple. There's a couple of songs that shouldn't be played at weddings right. that I'm like, you're you're dancing to that. And like, you know what? You know what's really funny though, and this is kind of kind of off track, but it's it's relatable. It's when I see like the grandparents and the really old aunts and uncles. Everybody like this. We're talking, you know, people in their sixties, seventies, eighties that still are, you know, mobile or whatever. That are out there dancing to like Lil John get low and Lil John's you're talking about crunk. like you're getting crunk, right? Sweat, sweat, <laughs> all about the sweat rolling down, you know what, from wall to wall. Um and, and yes. grandma's out there like yes. doing her best twerk interpretation. Floor. She has no idea what's being said. And it's like <laughs> she's just vibing. Edna, if you she's only knew she's song. just feeling the bass. She's right? going nuts. It's like my favorite thing is to see them dancing like that because it's just oh, yeah. it, it makes me laugh and like it makes everybody else have a really good time too. Of course, because I think like last like last year there were a couple of weddings. I don't think it was one that you did, but they were pl- I forget what they were playing. I feel like it was like Bruno Mars, but it was I think it was like Uptown Funk. I almost think Uptown. that it was Bruno Mars Uptown oh. Funk. I mean, they were just cutting it up and doing moves that I was like. Good Lord, you're going to need a bunch of pills tomorrow morning. Like they were dancing crazy. That's cool. So when you can get all generations out on the dance floor, which you do, it is super cool. It, it is, is super cool to see that because it's not like, like how many times can you film the same, you know, 20 something, 30 something, you know, I was gonna say, guy, what, girl what's that like for you? out there on the dance floor, doesn't it? It does. I mean, it really does. I mean, you, you're not going to expect like they have a wedding of 150 guests. You're not going to expect 150 people to be on the dance floor. It's just not. It's not right. realistic. No. But 
uh, I usually will take a look at people during when they're coming out of the ceremony, like while we're tearing down, I'll, I'll take a look. And you can usually tell by just their demeanor, their attitude, their personality. Mm-hmm. I'm a really good judge of character. So like I can kind of almost tell like that person's going to dance, that person's going to dance, especially how they're dressed sometimes too. Like oh. if they're wearing really loud colors and right. and things like that, like I can always tell like, oh, we're going to have can, a, right. you know, you this is going to be a fun reception tonight. You definitely can Yeah, so like that always, I always look forward to that. So another thing that I do with, with, with my weddings typically is after the ceremony, especially I've actually hired some help now to help me tear things down so I can get to the ceremony to the, to the um, cocktail hour. But during the cocktail hour, I'll go around and I'll vibe with the guest. I'll introduce myself. I'll say, Hey, listen, this is saying, you know, thanks for coming out. You know, it just means so much you're here celebrating with, you know, Ashley and Joe or whoever the couple might be, you know, um, my name's Seth. I'm the wedding DJ. I just want to see you guys get out there and dance floor. Just have a good time. Let loose, you know, to the bride and groom. Let me just say this. Everybody will be where you're at. If you're at the bar, people are going to be at the bar. That is you. true. If you're outside. Yes. Oh, you're outside, such a good point. Um, such a good point. If you're outside, people are going to be outside with you. If you're on the dance floor, people are going to yep. be on the dance floor. So let me just say that. If you want people to dance and yeah. have a good time, get on the dance floor and people will follow along. Yes. Yes, I, I can I can absolutely agree with that. It happens all the time. We're always like, we need to get some footage of dancing and where's everybody at? Oh, they're over playing cornhole. Why? Because the bride and groom are playing cornhole. Right. And sometimes you just have to read the crowd because there's sometimes where you start out with like older music and like music that really was not going to vibe, like maybe a slower song. And then you just have to create different sets. There is literally like when they're getting ready, like I can almost tell what they're going to be like when they're yeah, getting ready. They got their ready. little speaker, right? Because little, little Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, playing music. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. So if you've got like if, if you've got Luke Bryan going, I know what you're going to be into. But like this this past weekend, there was everything. And then all of a sudden DMX Rough Riders anthem unedited Uh came on. And I was like, Oh, we're going to have one of these kinds of weddings. This is going to be fun. And it was an absolute blast, an absolute blast. So what kind of tips do you have for couples when they're looking for a DJ, not necessarily to sell yourself per se, but Uh things that they should know about. Like I have, you know, an article written about, you know, they need to, what to look for in packages. It's not just because I want you to lean towards my packaging, but because if you're not going to go with me, at least know what you need to be looking for to make sure you're not getting gypped. So like what should couples look for when they're looking for a DJ? I think they need to look for somebody that matches their personality. I've, I've had people come to me and they say, well, we're not, you know, we're more laid back. We don't need the photo booth. We don't need this. We don't need that. We just want to have a good time. Okay. Describe to me, how would you describe your guests? And, and do they like to dance, like to get out there on the dance floor? Are you the type of, what kind of music are we into? Stuff like that. You don't necessarily have to have all the bells and whistles. We don't need to do the photo booth. We don't need to do uplighting. Right. Are those extra things cool yeah it's cool when we can add them on of course it's different things that you can do but not everybody's into that but you don't have to have those in order to have a good time and when people say well we just we're just basic just don't want the basic stuff honestly 
I don't think people realize the term basic. <laughs> like, I mean, all right, so if like, I went through all of my lead forms, though, if I went through uh -huh. all my lead forms, I can honestly say that the things I get is like, we just want a really fun day. We want, right. you know, it, it's usually different, different variations of fun. That's what they want. Right. They want a, a, a day fun, full right. of love and fun. That's right. what I always Not get basic. on there. They maybe say that their personality is laid back, but they never say, we're right. just looking for a simple, no one ever says, we're just looking for a simple video package. We're just looking to have a simple day. No one ever says that. They always say, we're looking to have a fun, emotional, love-filled day. Right. So is that your only, is that your only tip though? No, I would say, no, is that your only no, tip no. though? So some other tips is, all right. So again, well, we already said one of the tips earlier in the podcast here is the fact that people are going to be where you're going to be, you know? Like if you're at the bar, they're going to be at the bar. If you're outside, you're yes. outside. If you're on the dance floor, you'll be at the dance floor. But like another thing, like when you're actually looking. That needs to be etched in a stone tablet. Right? When you're actually looking for different vendors and stuff like that, again, finding somebody that matches your personality, but setting like a budget, like a lot of people don't realize all that goes into planning a wedding and the things that are behind it. Like people yep. think, oh, you know, you know, you're just looking to make a quick buck. You know, like I come back, I say, all right, well, your wedding's going to be $2,000 for me to come and DJ. They're thinking $2,000 to play some freaking sure. music. Are you kidding me? That's expensive. Oh, dude, it's so much more than that. It you do so, so much, much more than, than just play There's music. So I mean, we covered this. Planning. You do so much more than play music. So much more planning. But another thing is you don't realize us, this is not just, I mean, there are, amateurs out there and there's some people that do this like under the table but you got to figure taxes oh taxes you got to figure insurance which i i just renewed my insurance today and let me just tell you i got like a million dollar that's another thing make sure your vendors have insurance that's that's a tip for you people make sure you make sure your vendors have insurance because Absolutely. you never know somebody yeah. shows up and then something happens no one ever asks. ever asks and that's the thing like i can i can make a venue or, or another person on my insurance an additional rider or whatever have you but i'd say on an average wedding depending if we're doing photo booth up lighting and all the other stuff let's just say we're doing everything i am doing the dj i'm doing the photo booth i'm doing up lighting doing monogram sure. i'm bringing out almost twenty five thousand dollars almost $25,000 worth of equipment. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I'd have to say I'm pretty close yeah. to that. I would have to say I'm really close to that. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that we have I to mean, bring out. Some, I mean, you're bringing some, multiple speakers, soundboards, right. lights, lasers. Don't get me wrong. There's some DJ equipment out there that's really cheap, but you get what you pay for. Oh, working, working in this industry has absolutely made me learn that you get what you pay yes. for. And, and I, I have kind of adopted that outside of outside of the industry to anything anything obviously you're gonna have people that are overpriced and price gouging because they can do it but you if you if you get enough prices from people you're gonna be able to see wow that person's really really cheap but these three are within a hundred dollars of each other but then this person's five hundred dollars more that kind of is gonna you know let me just guide guide you up on this again so there are djs out there that would only charge like 650 750 a wedding whereas me i started i'll right. be honest with you i'll start at uh 1550 it's on your website well for a package with the ceremony i started at 1750 i'm a thousand dollars more than this dj what what makes you worth more money than that there's a reason for that i'm not saying that let's just say that i'm not saying that that 750 dollar dj isn't good 
um, they they wear they well. I mean, for the bride and groom, all they know is that you know they showed up, they played music, they had a good time, they were good. They slid by just right. like that. And that may be all that's, that's important just, to them. And it, it just they just slid right. by just to make it. Whereas me, okay, I'm a thousand dollars more, but look at all the more stuff that I do that you don't even realize that I do, you know, and we just have a lot more fun until you see it. And then you're like, wow, that was worth every penny. I mean, reviews don't lie. Right. I could sit here. I could sit here and BS you all night about how great I can be, but look at the reviews. I've, I've earned those reviews. Yeah, you absolutely have. So that's why I always say like, you're, you're worth your weight in gold. You're worth every penny. Because it's not just playing music. Yeah. And I mean, some people may just do DJing on the side. They don't really need yeah. the money. It's a hobby. Yeah. They do it for fun. Mm-hmm. They are one in a million. And if you find that DJ, great. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Same with videographers. Some videographers might charge $1,500 because they work Monday through Friday. They <clears> do <throat> five or six a year. They do it for mm-hmm. fun. They like to right. do it. They don't really need the money. It's just enough to pay off X, Y, and Z or go on vacation right. or whatever. They're diamonds in the rough awesome that's why i say somebody matches your personality but then you know create that create that budget i think obviously when you when you start planning a wedding you need to obviously have a venue but you know book your venue then book your dj and your photographer makes a difference and your videographer of course thank you i would say put the money what is most important if music isn't important for you and you're more towards food and having a great food spend your money on the food by all means Absolutely. I would, yeah, I would, I never fault anybody for not having room in their budget for a videographer. Right. I don't, I mean, if if we can be there, great. If not, and you didn't budget for it or it's not important to you, that doesn't offend me at all. The thing with videos, this is what I tell couples, and I'm sure you probably tell couples the same thing. Yeah, photography, you know, you get to see your your photos and stuff like that, and it's memories. But with video, you actually get to relive it. That's what I love about when I see when oh, I see a video I mean, that you've created and it has me DJing. Like I got I get to relive that night and how much fun it was. Oh, absolutely! It's so much. It's so much more. I mean, I just had a a couple with me at at an expo that we did, yeah. and you know their their thing is is they had a phenomenal like even one of the photographers that like I recommend out they're like in my like top three of favorite photographers mm-hmm. to work with. They had them as a photographer. And they're like, we, we watch our video more than we look at our pictures. And that was super, super great to hear. Yeah. Like almost weirdly humbling. Like I almost didn't believe them, right. but like, they're like, no, seriously. Like it, it is like what we, we watch all the time. And then when they have kids together and they, they have little kids and then eh, this is when mommy and daddy, you know, this is when mommy and daddy, uh, um, you go got married and then they can watch the video and share it with their kids and stuff. Right. Right. Absolutely. So what, what do you think like right now with the, like the wedding industry, like what have you noticed? What are some trends and things that people are doing right people now? People are not doing the bouquet and go to toss anymore. Oh, they're and not. not, not I not know. As much. Usually it, they don't occur. It's usually they come in, they do their first dance. They do their parent dances. They do the toast. You eat. Uh, yeah, cut the cake and then dance floors open. Yeah. They usually crank everything out and get to it. And nobody does a wedding party dance anymore. Who does that? Um, and uh, sometimes no. people are not doing dollar dances anymore, neither. Um, dollar dances are slowly starting to fade. What is your like 
words to live by your, your last advice for couples you know if anybody if you could tell them one last thing like what is your number one advice yeah your wedding day is going to go by so fast enjoy every single moment of it have fun and hire seth as your dj yeah hire me as your dj and we'll have a lot of fun absolutely so yeah man you um you definitely bring more to i want to say the table the party because it's not necessarily always a party and not, you can say the table you definitely bring you, you bring more to the day than a than the average dj like i said I, i've worked with a lot of different djs very mm -hmm. rarely do i work with the same people twice if i work with them twice it's because they're good and i work with you a lot <laughs> a yeah, lot and i mean there's a reason for that i mean you I'm, just i'm glad we have and it's just you just do so much more and it's really it's really cool to see you know you know even the behind the scenes because we become friends outside the industry exactly now that we've actually become we have like game nights we we need to plan another game night here soon um we do need right, another game like, night the thing uh, with us that we've come like we've established a good vendor relationship and friendship, of course, to where, like, I don't need to call you anymore every wedding. Like, sometimes, like, I'll no. just check in. We're doing nope. so-and-so's wedding together. Hey, this is the, the rundown. But a lot of times, I don't need to call you. Sometimes you'll, you know, you'll call me. Hey, make sure you have a connection for me. But a lot of times, you know, my, you know right. my board. You know the connections that I give you. You know that even if, because I know you have a backup on top of your backup on top of your backup. But you know that I'll even have <laughs> a recorder. You even know that I'll have a recorder there for you, and I'll record it and I'll monitor, you know, the toast and I'll, you know, because you you're 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 focused yep. on the camera. You know, you can't necessarily, yeah, you set yep. a recorder and you like put the like an average average um recording volume or level, level to it but like there's times right. where yeah. I, i'm i'm there i can actually monitor the, the level so like i'll give you my recording that i got so it just we work well together and we don't need, even need to necessarily um talk to each other before the wedding we just know hey we're working so and so's wedding together can't wait to see you you know and it's like we don't even really yep. need to go over logistics anymore because we know each other that well and we know how we, we, we run. Yep. And that's, that's kind of the, the nice part about working with people that you're familiar with because it's, it's almost when you get, you know, when you hire vendors that recommend each other, mm -hmm. you're really at an advantage <laughs> because it almost becomes like you're working with a wedding vendor company because they've worked with each other so many times that it's like a flawless operation because the relationship that they all have you're, you're it's familiar oh. there's no there's no surprises there's you know you don't have to worry about are they going to get along is you know is the photographer going to get in the way of the videographer and vice versa like mm -hmm. you don't have to worry about that and that's you know the several of the vendors that you know that I'm going to be interviewing you know in addition to you Seth it's people that I work with all the time that or am going to work with or have been wanting to work with um that it's just a flawless operation it is a well-oiled machine when you get you know, three four vendors it's that work together all the time it, the a-team by far is the a-team 
I mean, you get several of us together, you know, just to name, you can name a handful of them, but right. you know, especially when it's you and I at a reception, it's like, you, you know, I, I know I'm getting a good reception. I know I'm getting good film. Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't know the DJ, I'm like, well, this could be really good or really bad. I don't know what I'm getting into, mm-hmm. you know? And so when it comes down to that, you know, that's, there's always that, eh, what are we going to, what's going to happen? You know, photographer, is the photographer going to stand in front of my camera during the middle of the aisle, which I've had. So I just don't have to worry about that. And then that gives, you know, the bride, you know, you get, you get the peace of mind that you don't have to worry about anything like that happening. Right. Because everybody's worked with each other before and they like working together. So that's that's a, that's my tip for this um, podcast. That's my tip right. is hire vendors that refer each other. Right. There you go. And I think, you know, there's been a time or two that we work together, like where we might be running behind or something, but we easily make it up. But then, like, let's say there's a time where we're working together, like there's nobody on the dance floor because we just started. Sometimes you just need to give people time to get to the dance floor and get a few drinks in them before they actually start because normally there's been some times where we started out and it was like it was like because the bride and groom was outside and they wasn't on the dance floor and well they want to visit bride at the right right they'll they'll go and visit with guests kind of early on and then they come back to the dance floor but like you said earlier wherever you are is where people will go right so there's been some times where we have worked together where there was very little people on the dance floor because bride and groom was outside. But once they came back in and everybody got to the dance floor, it was a full on party. Sometimes it just takes, it just takes time to warm up too. Yep. I have in my online wedding planning portal, bridegroom welcome slash thanks. Yes or no. Whether they want to do that. What that is. Ah, yes. Is a lot of the times, again, Guests are going to be where the bride and groom are at. They're not going to come up. They're going to want to talk to them. They're, you know, there's some guests that are traveling from out of town. They haven't seen the bride and groom for a long time. They want to chit chat. They want to visit. They want to hug and, you know, be around them. And I get it. That's perfectly fine. But it's going to eat up your time of your reception too. So one of the things that I suggest maybe is doing like a little welcome or thank you. After the introductions and you do your first – after the introductions, maybe go to your sweetheart table. Um, and I have a microphone on the sweetheart table or the head table, and the bride and groom will take the microphone and they'll say, hey, thank you, everybody, just for coming up and showing up. It just means so much that you're here spending this time with us. You know, We love you all. If we don't get a chance to come around and personally talk to you, know that you know – we didn't forget about you. We just want you guys to have a good time. Get on the dance floor. Just let's celebrate and have a good time tonight and party up, you know, but it, it kind of creates that, like you say something that comes from the heart, but you say it very in the, in the very beginning of the night, just in case you don't get a chance to talk to uncle Jim, at least uncle Jim knows that he's right. appreciated that he's here, you know? Right. So it's a little, right. well, no, that does mean a lot to people. You. And, I, and, and that is, and I, I get it. Like a lot of people, some couples just don't want to do it because they're not the type of couple that like to get in front of crowds and they don't want to be on the microphone. Right. I get that. But if you could just take maybe 15, 20, 20 seconds just to say something that comes from the heart, it will mean so much, so much of a difference.
Well, Seth, we will wrap this up here. If you want to drop your website and socials and stuff like that, any kind of information you want people to know to get a hold of you. Call or text me 570-916-6128. That is my cell phone. That is always on me. Um, you can get on my website, www.mixmasterdjservices, with an S at the end, .com. Um, on there, we'll have a form you could fill out if you really want to. You can check my date availability. If I'm available, you just fill out all the information. It automatically will send me an email, and then I will reply with that. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Mixmaster DJ. I'm also on Instagram at Mixmaster DJ SRV. But I do have a personal TikTok now at I am Seth Michael. Um, but I'm also going to work on probably creating an actual business TikTok. So that's to be announced. All right. Well, then we will update all right. the details below when the business TikTok is released from its cage. Oh. But until then, I will have everything else on there. Instagram, YouTube, all that other fun stuff. Just Oh, you got a bunch of you got a bunch of socials and we'll have them all below. So if you're listening to this and wherever you're at, um, you can't read it right now, just get on the website, check it out. All the links to everything Seth will be there. If you just go on the if you just go on the Google and you type in Williamsport DJs, I'm one of the top three that show up. Typically yeah. I'm the first one that shows up. If not, I'm yeah. in the top three. So if you just and you put, travel, you know, right? You're travel. not just you're not just confined to no. not confined to Williamsport. I do. I travel all over the all over. I mean, I have a, a wedding in in New York City coming up here, Manhattan. That speaks volumes of your of your work right there. I go all over the place. So thanks for for joining me tonight and, and trying out this whole podcast thing. This is a this new fun. thing I'm doing, but it was fun. It was fun to talk. We could talk all day. We could really get into yeah, some trouble on here, probably. probably could. Uh, I we would probably assume. Could. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining me. There's going to be yeah. more to come. Uh, subscribe to the podcast so you know when the next one's out. Lots of stuff coming up. So thanks again for listening. We'll see you next time.